Rotet Money Watch podcast series where we talk about the latest news and views on finance stories and how they affect you. Today's topic is one that we read a lot in the papers and don't like it as much and it's about the rising inflation which is at about 9.4% or thereabouts given such times how do we build wealth that's the question and not so enviable one and with me to answer that is Sandesh Kirkire the CEO of Kotak Mahindra Asset Management hi sandesh thanks for joining in hi there is a lot of talk in fact the RBI had just said that for 24 odd months we've had a sustained increase in inflation and inflation in layman's terms is when too much money chases too few goods then you have what we call as the inflation but there are times when people say that it's good for the economy because companies borrow you know a lot of money for expansion people visit supermarkets college kids have extra pocket money to get their coffee at ccd so there is what they call the good inflation and bad inflation so where are we right now in india is it good or bad according to you is it good inflation or bad inflation no i don't think it's good inflation here to begin with inflation can be either demand led or it can be a cost push led and in our particular case it's a combination of the two and cost push when i say you have we import as you know inflation through oil we have seen large inflation rise because of the oil you know you have a scenario whereby your 60% of your price that you pay for your petrol or a diesel essentially is tax that is one two you have high inflation on account of your food articles and that inflation is happening because of you have very low productivity you don't have sufficient cold storage units essentially whatever efficiency that we have seen say in our services industry uh, it in particular if that is on a scale of 100 if it is at 100 your efficiency for your food articles will not be even 30 or 40 and that's the gap which has to be breached and which is what is hurting the common man i would certainly say it's bad because i think it's not driving investments you know when there is a large inflation staring at you it does impact the entire investment climate typically when you have high inflation you have high interest rates which impacts your entire corporate economy uh, your cost of doing business goes up and uh, it has a negativity associated with it and that's where we are right now i think abhishek in fact just this morning the economic times carried a news that uh, for the first time in 42 months the two wheeler uh, sales have shown a drop so it's directly affecting the common man some of it is attributed to inflation some other is general gloom or the slow growth rate that the economy is undergoing but given the situation sandesh i'm sure this is a question that not just me but all our listeners and everybody has in their minds is where do i put my money into because these things are not in my hand the way the economy progresses and all of that so given 100 rupees where do you think i should be putting my money so that i at least earn a little more than than what the inflation is which is at about 9 9 and a half right now now if you want to create wealth you have to ensure that your entire investments produces on an average return higher than inflation and then only we can say that the wealth creation is happening if, if it's lower than inflation it's actually eroding the wealth which means that investing should be not necessarily in one asset class but it has to be a multiple different assets so you have got different kinds of assets available you have got equities you have got gold you have got real estate you have got fixed income and uh, i think you have to ensure that your money is spread out across all these four assets uh, in different proportions keeping basics in mind which is investment horizons are directly re- linked with the kind of risk that each asset class 
that is because higher the risk longer should be the investment horizon so as to mitigate that risk there are the instances where the people would say that you know if you are very young you have a long investment horizon and hence you can put a large sum of money in the riskiest asset class which to my mind is equity amongst all these four you may be in the early 30s and you may be if you put a large sum of money in equity then you may be actually wanting to buy a house in a couple of years you just don't have the investment horizon just because you are young doesn't mean that you should be putting extra money in equity it's a function of what kind of investment horizon that one has so what would you recommend uh, given the situation which is unusually high inflation what would your recommendation or advice be as i said that the inflation is high but it is not entirely on account of demand it is also significantly on account of the cost push so the core inflation which is driven by as you said large money chasing assets the core inflation to my mind is not very high this cost push led inflation is creating big hole in the pocket of every consumer so how can mutual funds help in all of this is it a good time to invest a substantial part in equity in mutual funds when you look at the asset classes that we have see when one looks at mutual fund typical the tendency is that one looks at mutual fund as equity mutual fund or a debt mutual fund remember mutual fund is a collective investment scheme which is investing in different asset classes typically mutual funds in india offer three kinds of asset classes one is equity second is fixed income and third is gold and all these three investment classes say equity you will have a different risk levels within equity example being we would have an exchange traded fund which would invest only in nifty which will be among the lowest risk i would say amongst all the schemes that we offer or the funds that we offer then you may have a large cap fund you may have a mid cap fund you may have a flexi cap fund you know those kind of categorization is there within the asset class now over the last one year economy is slowing down big time and when such a thing happens you see a large growth in the long term debt funds of the industry which is what we are seeing today at the same time when you are talking about a softening bias it also helps industry you will see greater improvement in the corporate performance hence money will again start flowing into equities so between debt and equity i would say as i mentioned earlier depending upon your investment horizon one can look at accessing both debt and equity markets through the mutual fund and last couple of questions sandesh one is if we move from consumers to the other side that is the banks how are the banks reacting to the inflationary situation around them this indian banking system is one of the most robust banking systems when we talk to global investors they are surprised to hear that there has not been a single banking failure in this country over the last 65 years <laughs> right we must be doing something right so we are doing something right we have never ever seen any depositor losing money you know finally any bank every bank is giving a guarantee when you put money in a bank there is a guarantee that your money will not go down you are guaranteed that you will get a particular in rate of interest you know, when you are putting money say in a fixed deposit to put it differently when do you think it will start hurting the banks from what i understand from you is the banking system is so robust that no i would say banking is essentially a pass through in the sense it is taking money from the depositor and lending it you know if the cost of deposits go up their lending rates go up so it doesn't impact banking i have never seen any cycle because of extremely solid risk management that we have in the internal banking system 
I have not seen any banking as a sector going through any major uh, upheaval. You know, it's like this: a large component of our economy is banking. So when economy slows down, banking profitability comes down. When it comes down, it impacts the banking sector. That's how it works. So essentially, is it going to really impact? Yes, it does impact profitability. But I wouldn't say from a depositor perspective. If you are asking me, will it have any issue? No, it can impact on profitability. When underlying market does well, it does better than the market. When underlying market does badly, it does worse than the market. Great. Last question, Sandeep. What are the measures that the Reserve Bank of India has taken to stem the rising prices? And do you think they are enough? Reserve Bank has done its job, in my view. Reserve Bank has kept uh, interest rates high, unlike rest of the world. Today, there is a need for driving growth in the economy, and driving growth will happen through softening bias. So, very clearly, I don't know when it will happen, but in the next one year, my belief is we will see softening of interest rates to drive growth in the economy. Great. On that note, uh, it's time to wrap up. Thanks a lot, Sandesh, for your time. Thank you very much. and all you listeners you can get this podcast on nrimatters.com/podcasts and theindicast.com and you can get this on iTunes too just type in kotak in the search window the views expressed in this podcast are entirely that of its participants and may not necessarily be subscribed by kotak mahindra bank limited or any of its group companies